What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the TDM Show. We're back. We took last week off due to the holiday, but we are here. We're full. We got everyone with us this week. So let's get going, guys. Caleb, Grim Sleeper himself, welcome back, my guy. How you doing? You know, uh, I'm like Bobby Schmurder on his first day released from jail. I'm just living out here. <laughs> 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 I'm back, baby. Better than ever. <laughs> oh, yeah, how are you ever? And then, of course, we got Ash over here being all silent in the corner like normal. How you doing? Silently judging Caleb. <laughs> uh, That's no. new. Normally, it's locally. <laughs> oh, well, you know, sometimes speak softly, carry a big stick, you know. Uh, I'm all right. I literally just got off of work not even an hour ago, so I'm kind of winding down. Gotcha. Very nice. And of course, we got Matt just flew in from out of town. What's up, man? Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Good to be back, except that it is not near a beach and there aren't palm trees. (laughs) Yeah, I I can see why you're missing it. But we've got a doctor here for you in case you need it. We got him back. What's up, Dr. J? How you doing? I'm on the right side of the ground. That's all I'm ever looking for. Don't be on the left one, though. Yeah. That's when it gets weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So it's been a little bit. We've got a couple of weeks. What have we played? Doctor, we haven't talked to you in a while. We know you're streaming all the time. So what are you playing recently? Uh, I've been on an ESO kick. They just dropped a new expansion yesterday, which I still haven't played. Um, I got to get back on Dead by Daylight. They dropped a new killer yesterday. Everyone's trying to hit me too much all at once, you know? I'm just trying to vibe. Fair enough. I understand that. Matt, did you play anything in your travels? Um, I did not, but I did something equally as fun. And I feel like I do this every time I, I go on a trip. I try to find kind of like a unique game store wherever I go. And I did find one. I found a retro gaming store in Little Tokyo in Los Angeles uh, called Ooh. World 8. And it is so sick. If you just go into Little Tokyo Mall and there's like a bunch of different like uh japanese anime uh shops but then tucked in behind them is world eight and they have a case glass lineup of literally every generation of games you can think of and they have imported game boy games so sick highly recommend if you're in los angeles go check them out um and i i don't i didn't play any games but i got that experience which is i think makes up for the fact Fair enough. You know, way cooler, I think, what any of us did. Unless Caleb going to top that. Wait, I was in Disney. I got to meet Mickey. Uh, let me just say, Disney World is everything you assumed it is, and also nothing like you assume it is. Uh, and I quote: "Shout out to uh, Ken McElhaney the third. Uh, there's every flavor of white person at Disney all at once, everywhere, all the time. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't even know what that means, but it's so true. Uh, we did um, all the fun rides. Um, if you ever go to Disney World, make sure to ride Rise of the Resistance. That's probably the coolest experience they've ever come up with. The best ride, in my opinion, is the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Got to ride that on opening day. That was a blast. Um, 
if you go to Disney World and you're a Star Wars fan, save a bunch of money and build your own lightsaber. Uh, they have them like there's a $15 one, there's a $120 one, and then there's like the movie quality replica $395 version. Ooh. Get you one of those. It's so worth it. Jeez, so worth it. Like, uh, it's a lot. But it's worth it. Shout out to the homie um, Chance Chamberlain. I think he's in Disney right now. I don't. I'm not sure which one he got, but he got one of those joints. Mm-hmm. I think he probably got the middle tier one. Um, but he got a red lightsaber, and I, I can't wait to go back and build my own lightsaber. So that's definitely not as cool as the retro gaming. Good time. Yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's okay. a group of gamers when it's like. Disney World, not retro game store. <laughs> 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 well, I uh, I install. I play more Anna on the Switch. Um, you know, is what it is. I downloaded uh, Diablo Immortal on my phone. Okay, and and linked it up to my BattleNet account. And that's it. So have I you go. have you touched it at all? Nope. I've been seeing what I would call at best hopefully mixed reviews it's like people don't want to bash it but they end up bashing it but there's still like there's hope so i'm just i'm wondering like so it's diablo 3 <laughs> more microtransactions i think well uh, can you get like diablo 3 was pretty hefty in microtransactions once you got up there that yeah game was, that's why that game was so wrecked yeah and they, they had to get rid of the entire marketplace yeah, I mean, it wasn't, I guess, microtransactions, internal microtransactions or whatever. But yeah, it was pretty bad. Pretty bad. So I don't know. I want to play it. I'm going to check it out. I just, I keep getting distracted by the stupid pun ball game. It's just so simple, so easy, mind numbing, like just stuff happens and it kills us. But uh, you do get free games this month if you pay for games this month. So Caleb, tell them what they can get for free by paying for stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It's that time of the month where it's blue team versus green team. Uh, either way, you spent your green and then gave you some things in return. Uh, uh, coming first for the blue team, June monthly games with PlayStation Plus. Um, one of the greatest games of all time. Uh, uh, shout out to all the dad bods out there. God of War. Um, all the, all the, you know what? This is perfect. Just in time for Father's Day, for those fathers and absentee fathers and want to be maybe stepdads um go ahead and get you god of war because it might be one of the best games you will ever play and then changed changed my life (laughs) i I don't even know i don't remember my kid's name (laughs) boy 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 (laughs) um and then if you um are also an anime fan and and if you've ever watched any anime you know um Make kids don't have dads except for Boruto, who somehow manages to hate his dad. I don't understand how this works. Your dad didn't have his dad, his daddy didn't have his daddy, his daddy's daddy didn't have a daddy. You got a daddy and you hate this man. How does how does math work? Um, but in Shinobi Strikers, you get to create your adventure. This is your ninja way, kind of sort of. The game is eh, at best, uh, but Sasuke's in it. It can't all be that bad. Um, N10 is also in it, so it definitely can be that bad. And then, as if it was not all bad, um, and you weren't sick and tired of punching people in the face, Nickelodeon All-Star Battle Brawl. This is uh, Nickelodeon's 
pseudo attempt at a smash game um let me just say anything with danny phantom in it, it automatically gets 10 out of 10 that's all i gotta say about that um all real monsters still terrifies me i still see them in my nightmares my therapist knows all about it shout out to the homie charles um but if you decide you want to torture yourself <laughs> go ahead and download nickelodeon all-stars bro um yo can we get a link for charles <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a shirt that just says, "Here's a number to my therapist. He's awesome and listening." Shout out to Tyler, the creator. <laughs> now with the green team, uh, this selection was apparently picked by a four year old and an architect. Um, a bean colony looks like a terraforming game somewhere on a planet that Elon Musk created. Um, so if you like city builders on other planets where you have to capitalize them and, uh, you know, maybe take away their Twitter because free speech is a thing, go ahead and download that. And then if you want to be on Earth and then also use capitalism to the, uh, your advantage uh, or you just really like math and can't afford uh, CAD, um, go ahead and get Project High Rise because you can make high rises in this game. I don't actually know what's in any of these two games. I'm just making these up as I go. But um, when you're tired of being... Uh, middle-aged out-of-work architect go ahead and get uh, uh for me and blow things up and then when you're done with that let your son play pascals um this looks like um a roguelike of some sort i have no clue if it is or not i'm just gonna guess it's a roguelike but it's a you know it's a chibi version of a it's like what i imagine eastern game studios version of chibi art is yeah that's that I've literally heard of Super Meat Boy, and I know people love that game. I know streamers love that game. It's a good based game, on it's hard, Very it's hard. Okay, hard. it's it's a good hard game. On that note, I'm gonna give this a B, solid B, um, for the green team. Blue team, you get an A minus. And that has been your games report for the month. I will see you next month. I just i i want. I want to listen to an entire podcast where we just show you pictures of games and you tell us what the game's about. Like, it's, not even games you've played have ever been released. I just want to listen to you describe the game to us for an hour and a half. Just all kinds of different games. Don't tell me what a good time. I'm down. Oh, man. Listen, that was something else. Um, speaking of something else, let's talk PlayStation, guys. So they had their uh, state of play. Now, before we get into this, did anybody actually read what was supposed to be at the state of play? No, no. Beforehand, Justin, did you see like that? any of the like any of the leaks that were going out? No, just a statement from PlayStation. No, I didn't see that. Okay, Ash. I have not. No. Oh, okay, then we're gonna go over that after we talk about this. So. Uh, before we get into what was revealed, what everybody think in the state of play? It was it was all right. I think a lot of people were expecting more because I was flipping through the YouTube comments when I watched it later, and people were really dragging it. I was pretty happy with it, honestly. I wasn't like super jazzed, but I was like, "This is good. This is a good minor presentation." It was. Uh, I think, as I we used to say, I was whelmed. It was whelming. Very VR heavy. It that just and it didn't it didn't feel like it belonged there. No. Yeah. Like had they been like, oh, here's seven games for the PlayStation VR two and ta da Okay. 
cool. I can respect that, but they were just like, you're going to play this on a console we haven't shown you yet. Yeah. yeah? I, yeah. I think uh, overall, I I kind of, like, I wasn't upset with it. I get why people would be like, oh, kind of wish there was more to it. I think the VR definitely had something, the section had something to do with it. I mean, it was cool to see because I personally don't have a VR um, or, like, no one has a VR too at this point. Um, so I was just like, oh, sick. No Man's Sky going to VR too. Great to know. Not any utility to me. But I think there were some cool stuff. Again, as we repeatedly say on this podcast, there's something for everyone. Half that stuff wasn't for me. <laughs> and so I just kind of had to roll with the punches of that state of play. Yeah, I felt like it. I got like okie doked. Like, or, or, uh, uh, I feel like maybe four people are going to get this reference. I got hit with the Hezy God or the Sham God. I was going one way and then the the thing went that way and I just I, I was stuck and didn't know what else to do so I just stood there looking at <laughs> watching the rest of it like the start of like boom Res- Resident Evil 4 remake this is a full remake boom this isn't just like a graphics engine this is a full remake a la um, Final Fantasy so uh, it's going more in a horror direction I was like, okay, cool. I know what this is going to be about. This is going to be a third-party showcase. This is going to be that, like, B-tier. Okay, they're third parties, but they're so aligned with Sony, they might as well be, like, second studios. And then it just went sideways. Uh, Literally everything after RE2 was just like, oh, and this thing is a real thing, and this game exists. And then they put out the weird dating sim action RPG, and I was like, I did the women are gonna love it. The boys are gonna love it. Best boy, best girl. But I'm not sure which one is which. What to do with this? So, so if we had to rate it real quick, everybody, if you had to give a letter grade, what would you put Ash? I think like a minus. Um, B minus, Matt. Um, I would probably give it a C plus, borderline B minus. Doctor J. B minus. If I owned a VR headset, I might rate it higher. But Caleb. I'll give it a B, B just off the strength of Resident Evil 4 because that game is phenomenal. So I'm kind of like B minus side of things as well. But th- this is I'm, I'm with you on everything. Like, I don't understand the, the VR2 stuff that didn't make any sense to me at all. They, like some of the games they announced will go over were just like they've already been released on other platforms. Who cares? Um, but <clears throat> for on the PlayStation blog on the what was it? The 27th, yeah. We'll have some exciting reveals from our third-party partners, plus a sneak peek at several games in development for PlayStation VR 2. I feel like that, like just from that announcement alone, I feel like the third-party stuff, there was supposed to be a lot more, or at least it feels like there should have been more. It was all third-party except for the VR 2 stuff. We'll go through the games, though. It, but it did, yeah, it didn't feel like much because everything is so associated with PlayStation for the most part, I think. All right, so yeah, as Caleb said, start off with Resident Evil 4. Like, I thought it was impressive. I'm not a Resi fan. Resident Evil 4, I feel like, was the highlight of the franchise for me. Now, I know I'm coming from a place of heavy bias. Uh, shout out to Toby, who was on the pod with us before. He had it. RE4 on GameCube and had a PS2, and I think it was like Spring Break. Oh, 
08, 09, or whatever that year that game was out, we traded our PlayStations and uh, from my his GameCube. And that game, like that game, sits in the pantheon of like great games. I might be biased, but I feel like RE4 is special because RE5 was like sideways for me, and then RE6 was like this is nonsense. I know everybody loves Vampire Le- v- Vampire Lady from Resident Evil Village. I haven't played it, so I can't I can't bash it. But like for me, RE4 stands like far and away above most resident evil games as in like this is a horror survival game am i alone in that opinion i think re4 is considered a shifting point for the series i just got into the series personally i played four back in the day i played five with a friend co-op and it was very fun yeah um i'm excited to see this because i like the modern engine they've been using two and three remakes i just played phenomenal yeah. Um, the only part of four I don't like is when you have to uh, escort Ashley. But like, wh- who really enjoys an escort mission in any video game? No. But no, like, there's so much cool stuff in there. The merchant, like, that is such an iconic character. Like, almost more than Leon for me. The merchant, like that dude pulling open a shifty coat. That is one of my favorite things. I think for like years after that, every anime convention we went to, there was some strange dude in a corner with a coat. I'm like, ah. I get the reference, but I'm going to stay away from you, dude. You're a little little too on the nose. Like, you might actually be selling a fake Rolex, and I'm not sure what else. So I'm going to stay far away from you. So for me, I'm excited about Resident Evil. I just, I hope they do it right. I hope they do it well. That's all I can say on that one. Uh, They showed off some Street Fighter Mm Six. Again, I'm... I'm not a fan. And that that ultimately was like the biggest issue I had with this is most of the games I don't care about at all. Yeah. So uh, Street Fighter 6 fans. Yeah, I, so I will say like because obviously what was it like three months ago um, they revealed the new branding for Street Fighter and people are just like what in the colonization what? is this? <laughs> we used to be a proper country. Um, but honestly like seeing that trailer yeah. and obviously like you're getting older, like more mature, like Street Fighter characters that you love. And it's like everything just like fit together so solidly. Like, I hate that they modernized the Street Fighter logo. Um, but I mean, it just tied in so well. So like even someone who has danced around being a part of like the Street Fighter community, like I'm like considering like, do I actually want to play Street Fighter this year? Or like whenever it comes out, like, am, am I excited about this? Um, and I yeah. think ultimately, like, that's really all they can ask for. Uh, people that are watching that so like i like i was kind of sitting in your camp i was like okay cool street fighter i know what to expect from this but then i was taken and i was like i i think i want this i came into the street fighter thing a little bit jaded i saw the street fighter six symbol i was like this is nonsense they're about to do some um they're about to do some sense similar to super uh super strikers shinobi strikers whatever i was like there was hype and then there was a reveal and everybody was like nope Take it away, kill it, burn it with fire. Um, I feel like this reveal had the opposite effect. For me, I was like, okay, we've got old man, well, middle-aged Ryu. We've got thick Chun-Li. She's always been thick, but now she's like middle-aged mom thick. Um, then we've got new characters. Uh, she's like Mrs. Incredible, Mrs. Invisible, whatever. Have you seen that woman? I don't know what Pixar is doing in that theater, but them thighs. You spent way too much in Disney World. 
way too many, way too much time, way too much time at Disney World. But like, there's new characters to be excited for. It also looks like there's some sort of open world element as like a create your fighter yes. thing, similar to Xenoverse. I think was what the was first it? one. Yeah. That. Oh yeah, yeah, Xenoverse. But uh, honestly, I was seeing that. I was like, how are they gonna two K my park Street Fighter? <laughs> Imagine you're just pulling up on someone and hit him with the shuriken. Oh my. Gosh. Thank you. Like the good way it could be done is if it's similar to J Stars. Where you have to have like the build up in order to be where you unlock the characters, you build like you can have a created character and it can look like Ryu or it look like Ken or it can look like Piccolo for all I care. But like you have to like play the game and there's unlockable elements, but there's also your standard characters. There's your Ryu's, your Ken's, your Chun Li's, your Kami's. Um if Zangief and Sagat aren't in the game, I'm throwing a fit. Um, I need all the tiger knees and elbows humanly possible. But also, it's great that they're doing new characters. So for me, that won me over as far as Street Fighter. I will be buying it. I usually go for like the Statue Edition. I think I got the Statue Edition three or four years in a row. Um, everything from Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter 4, all the way up until championship edition of super street fighter 5 i got my ryu statue somewhere in this house i don't know where it is but i think i'm just gonna get the base game of this one and see because i feel like a lot of game companies are falling susceptible to what i call ea-itis and this is where they are just instead of annualizing their game they're just making the game a quote-unquote platform and updating it similar to like battle passes or Warzone or whatever so you just have street fighter 6 the platform and then you get battle passes and updates yearly so you won't actually buy a new street fighter you just get updates to the current one i don't want that i really i hope to all the gods that that is not what happens but mm -hmm. it seems like that's the direction they're yeah. going yeah and definitely obviously like with them modernizing the logo that definitely seems like the play they're making like they I they mean, want like, longevity out of it of Street Fighter, though, like just paying a little bit to get the update is cheaper than what they used to do. There this was is 17 true. Street Fighter 4s released for the P uh, Xbox 360 PS3 era. I, I lost track of how many like were out for Street Fighter 5. I know Street Fighter 5, Super Street Fighter 5, and Champion, I think it's Champion 2, Champion. Yep. Ultimate Champion 2, Double Dip Edition, or whatever. No, I don't know. <laughs> and then, Ducky, I feel like this is, if I remember correctly, this is going to be one of your, your games. Uh, as well as mine, it's kind of made the show for me. Final Fantasy 16. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, lo I loved everything about that. Um, I think it looked great. I forgot that. Um, I know it's the guy from Final Fantasy 14 online. The, he's transitioned from Final Fantasy 14's development over to uh, Final Fantasy 16, which is awesome. Uh, it just it looked good. I, I played Strangers of Paradise. I thought it was terrible. Um, so I'm really hoping to, that that was like their bad game for a couple years. Um, and I really like the, um, the summon materia garden for guardian force, whatever you call them, the like kaiju style battles we saw for like a split second in the trailer. It just looked good. I'm a final it, fantasy fan. I always will be. It looks awesome. I cannot wait. It looks, it, it's got like that true medieval vibe to it. Yeah. Like I feel like mm -hmm. with seven remake and with this, the like going really dark and gritty kind of visual effects to it, visual style. Um, and I'm 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 loving it because it's just so much more adulty, and it's, I just don't, I'm glad we're not back doing a boys road trip. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't the greatest. Ash, 
I feel like it's definitely going to be um, a lot more in depth than what we've had recently outside of, you know, the Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, and of course, Final Fantasy Online. I mean, 15, like, it was good in some aspects, but it was such a letdown in others. And it was a very, like, I want to keep playing this because the storyline's decent, but I don't want to play this because the overall gameplay is hit or miss. So I feel like this one may actually bridge the, uh, what's the word, uh, do I get my hopes up aspect, you know what I mean? Like, okay. I feel like this one, you could you could actually take that step into the, the hopeful nature. It, I mean, there's I feel like there's a lot more potential for this one. And I like the fact that they are taking it into somewhat of a, a darker aspect as well, considering the overall universal Final Fantasy isn't exactly a happy-go-lucky one. And I feel like with a lot of the some well i wouldn't say a lot but a, a good majority of some of the final fantasies had a very like happy-go-lucky aspect to it i think the brightest thing in this one as far as like color wise would have been the chocobos and even those were all beasted up in armor ready to kick, kick butt so yeah I, I i i can't wait i'm so excited this isn't coming out till next summer unfortunately um 2023 but i know i'm gonna get it caleb are you gonna pick it up yeah, um, this is uh, by far and away one of those, like, sleepers for me. Like, I saw it. I liked it. I was a little bit confused when I saw uh, Ramu um, fighting Ifrit out just in the wild. I'm like, oh, we're just out here doing whatever. I like this. Was Bahamut and Odin? Yeah, Bahamut and Odin. And then um, what is uh, Ice Queen's name? I can Chiba? never. Yeah. Uh, she popped up and I was just like, oh, she's not in the Leviathan form. She is an OG god form. I was like, Leviathan was in there. Leviathan was there too. I was like, <laughs> this is nice. Um, I feel like this is what 15 was supposed to be. Cause I remember that reveal of 15 and when they showed that secret or the demo, when everyone figured out you could summon Ramu and the internet died for three and a half days because it's just flooded with videos of that Ramu summon that looked amazing. I hope we can finally get that like God power, that feeling of like just like awe when you actually like get the battle that like you said, I think you put in perfect Dr. J, like kaiju form, kaiju battles. I'm I'm super excited for that, but I'm also like cautious, mostly because seven was so Damn good. Everything about seven. on Strangers of Paradise. I like. I was like, all right, cool. They released Seven Remake. They were back to Square can do no wrong in my eyes. And, and I was like, oh. And it was <laughs> Team Ninja that made that. It really upset me. I was like, Team Ninja is one of my favorite development studios. And I, I think that's. I love the relationship with Team Ninja because like they will put out one game that's like once in a generation phenomenal, and then it's three games of just like mediocre oatmeal like fam who like how did how did you go from that to just continually messing up so team ninja is like one of those like uh we'll see what we get um as far as i'm concerned but um overall um, i'm excited for this one but like i'm more on the cautious side than i am excited yeah i'm i'm, I'm pretty 
free going with Final Fantasy. Like, I, I can't think of one that I've purchased and I've been like, no, I don't want anything to do with this. Like, even 13, as much people rag on them, like, I still enjoyed them mm-hmm. better than most games. But I'm just a super fanboy. I'm here for it. Um, and then, I hate this because we're going to go with PSVR. Resident Evil Village coming to PSVR 2. Cool. There's one thing I saw trailer that made me think if I had VR, this would be cool. And it was just one split second where I saw Ethan toss his gun to his offhand and pull his knife out. And I'm like, I don't have VR. I'm like, that looks like a slick feature to have in a VR game. <laughs> like, I saw that. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, that would be awesome. Like, do we have pistols in a Resident Evil game? I'm like, this looks like it would be sick. But, like, do I want to spend that much money for one game? Is this what I came here to see? Yeah. So, and, and again... Why was I, I? Why couldn't? Why wasn't any of this PSVR two stuff like tweet worthy? Have they released any specs for the PSVR two? Like I think the last time I was on the show, which is quite a while ago, they were. I think uh, Ash was speculating it was gonna come sooner. Originally gonna come sooner. They released full specs the, out. The following week, we got specs because that was that episode where Ash was like, "Oh, it's gonna be wired, right? Or wireless?" I think the following yeah. week they were like, "Oh, it's gonna have a wire in here." This spec. So yeah. they. But it's just top line kind of. It's about the equivalence of the Oculus, I think. I think there's some give and take, one's better than the other in some aspects, but it's pretty balanced. That that's all we know, though. We don't know any like actual uh, internal pieces to it, as far as I know. Um, Horizon Call of the North, again, PSVR two exclusive. Floating hands galore, climbing mountains with floating hands. That that's all I got from that. They didn't even bother to put it on the Kotaku list. I pulled up on my second screen. That's how unimpressive it was. <laughs> I was like, I know I'm missing something from VR here, and they just don't even have that listed. Yeah, I've got it right from the blog itself, from placing blog. Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter Two Retribution, because it, it's got to have a longer title. This one yeah, like... VR. It looked cool. Yeah. This I one, guess... like, I actually would like because I, I really did enjoy the Walking Dead series. Um, for the most part, in general, I would say I liked the Telltale series a lot better, but should be interesting. Have you played the uh, Saints and Sinners, Ash? No, but I've watched it. Oh, okay. Yeah, same. And I've heard, I've heard it is one of the best, like, this is the peak VR game. This is one of the best out there. Like, people rate it up with, like, Boneworks and Half What Life Alex, which are two of the games that you hear hyped up a lot. But that's not going to be exclusive, right? Because that's on the Oculus, isn't it? I'm guessing it's probably not going to be exclusive now. Okay. I think it might have been exclusive to Oculus before. They might have gotten a split for the licensing on that one. I'm not 100% sure on that. Okay. Uh, no Man's Sky is going to be a star too. So. Because I keep like good, good for them. Because I can keep on going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm proud of them. That is really like that is like a we completely messed up and they redeemed themselves. And I've got nothing but respect for that. Again, VR. Yeah, honestly, yeah. like, like, uh, like you were saying, Justin, if you had like that one second for Resident Evil where he's just like <laughs> you toss the gun and flip the knife, I was watching no, like No Man's Sky. Like, you guys have heard me plenty of times. I put my money where my mouth is. I went and I bought No Man's Sky for PS5. Uh, because, like I said, I support them, and I did. But if I were to get VR, I absolutely would buy No Man's Sky simply because 
I want to support them. And because I think it'd be freaking cool just like shooting at the little base camps and foraging however you do. But that's if I get it. Yeah. But I'm not doing it all for one game. <laughs> I feel like No Man's Sky deserves like whatever that award that Keeley started giving out at the Game Awards for like most improved game of the year or best they, they won community support support two years ago right yeah they won I've, a couple awards i just don't like it's it's rare to see studios do what um the studio behind um no man's sky is doing um i mean heck ea is trying to sell everything now that uh activision got bought out and um they haven't supported the nintendo switch for a few <laughs> And I don't know how long. Um, that is, a, I think, like that's the one game that would get me to go VR on the PlayStation. Anyway, I think the Oculus is honestly kicking um, PSVR in the head right now, just because Meta is doing everything in their power, even though their stock is dropping like a tank. Um, so I think this could be a potential system seller in the future. Um, should they continue to do what they're doing? I think PSVR could be a potential system seller for VR too. Especially since they completely changed up the design and it it's not as clunky as the first edition. Because, I mean, you had all the wires and the ones were weird. Like, I really like the fact that they've, they've redesigned this. And it's it, I have, a, I wouldn't say high hopes, but I would say higher than the first release. Um, there you go. I mean that's a, yeah. that's always a better place to start than what happened before. I still don't foresee myself playing this game or buying PSVR two. Nothing has changed my mind yet. Unless they they come out and they're like, oh, 150 bucks. Nope. So we got that, and then Stray, the cat game. Dad, I'm about. I just want to watch my wife fulfill her lifelong dreams of being a cat. <laughs> see uh, on the streamer aspect side though i feel like this would be a really good game to go live with because everybody would be overly engrossed in it just to watch it you know yeah i'm uh, playing this day one streaming it for sure yes, i don't know about streaming i want to play it um but i i really want to have like a super super in-depth character creator for your cat like would be pretty lit. Like I, I want to have like one of those half and half calico weird extra thumb cats. Hemingway. Yes, I'm all, like just the the weirdest thing. I just want to go all in on it. Um, so I don't. The game's cool. Looks interesting. I just like I said, you get to play as a cat. Well, the thing about this is like we've had info about this for a while. We've known it's coming out. We haven't had any hard release dates. I think. And I might be wrong. I thought I heard that this one was coming free to PS5 or free to PS4, uh, maybe with a oh, new service. July 19th. Yeah. Uh, Stray comes to PS4 and PS5 on July 19th as part of PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium. So the top two mm. tiers. So definitely playing day one for free. Because <laughs> I pay for it. So anything else? Matt, nope. Caleb, you guys are cat people. Yeah, man. If it was a Doberman, uh, I'd be, I'd be all over it. Yeah, one hundred percent. There's a tire. It's a ball. 
I'd be all over it. But like, I mean, the cyberpunk element is interesting to me. I think this might be one of those like if if a streamer was doing a late night stream of this and I was like I had I had to be up doing paperwork. This is something I could like second screen. I've got my main screen. I'm, I know what I'm doing. I'm doing paperwork. I can't really have music or t- too many things going on, but I can have this stream going on. And it's just like maybe like a quiet stream or a late night stream. I'd be down for that. But I don't, I just, I already have so many 150 hour RPGs that I'm playing that I'm just like, cat game can, I can watch somebody else play this. Yeah. I see that. Uh, then Ash. Um, yeah, just so- what I said earlier that it it's definitely going to be a more streamable game than just like a single player. I want to play on the weekend type of thing. Might be it. I don't know. It's got kind of an adventure aspect to it. It looks like weird robot faces. And... Anyway, uh, Marvel Spider-Man two coming to or Marvel Spider-Man series coming to PC. I think that's the right move for Sony. I think it's it's smart of them to port their games to PC. Microsoft yeah, I mean, Microsoft has that environment where it's like cool, like you own the console, you own a PC, we're getting a chunk of your money. Sony and a lot of other Japanese companies are horrible, horrible about leaving money on the table when it comes to this stuff. Somebody doesn't own a PS4, they want to play God of War, just give them God of War. Give us Bloodborne. Give us Bloodborne now. <laughs> uh Drome. This oh. actually looks fun. Mm. This by Ollie Ollie team. Yeah. Yeah. This, I will say, that was after like watching it and kind of like going in and out, especially during the PSVR 2 section. Uh, seeing that, that was like the one thing I thought, like, oh, this actually piques my interest. Like, they got uh, Mad Max meets Roller Derby. <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? I could be all for that. And they got guns. I like, I am highly, highly interested in playing this. Still not sure if I'm going to buy. But I'm very highly interested in it. Have you? Have any of you seen Alita: Battle Angel? Yes. Yeah. So this kind of gave me the that type of vibe from when she did the roller derby aspect, minus the ball, just give her guts instead. So yeah. that's why I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool," and it, it kind of piques my interest because I feel like it's it's different. Somebody said this is what happens when you cross. Uh, a PG-13 version of Tony Hawk Pro Skater with um, Twisted Metal and Fortnite. And I said, you know what? I'm not really bad at that. Um, it looks interesting. I could definitely see myself having this somewhere on like the PlayStation as a weekender game. Um, little cousins are coming over. You want to you want to burn time, or you're in between work and you're waiting to go home or you're waiting to go out. You can play something quick, but you can't like get into a big game of Warzone or get into an RPG. Pop this up, boom, 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 play the roller derby, do some backflips while you shoot some people in the head. This might actually, I think this game has like huge streaming potential. We'll have to see what the market and appetite is for it. Um, but um, I like it. I like it. I'm not rushing to get it anytime soon. But um, should it come to PlayStation now, uh, uh, like with the PlayStation Plus Premium whatever thingy that's coming out in, what, 12 days? I'll get it. I'll play it. If they put and get the licensing for it and put a skin of LL Cool J in the game, I'll play it. 
He's got to have that red helmet, though, with the one bar across the face. Like, is he really going to protect him? Like, I'll play at that point. Going right back to that 2002 remake. So, yeah, no, nah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to play this game. I could have good pick up and put down aspects. So, like, say you've got an hour to kill before you're working. You, you just can't get still because if you get still, you're going to get tired. So, like, I feel like this would be a fun game for, like, those in-between moments. I agree with that. Yeah, I want to see how it pans. You know, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, we don't know what the gameplay arc is going to be, you know, as far as, like, how it actually plays through level to level. If it's quick, like you guys are thinking it is, I can see myself getting into it. If it's, like, you're just skating around forever or, like, there's not that much difference in environments, maybe I won't see myself getting into it. But definitely kind of, like, reminded me of, like, Jet Set Radio when I was looking at it. I was, like, this kind of has yeah. that, like, goofy, like, mm-hmm. roller skating, like, charm. And whoever said the uh, Mad Max elements, like I think that's like this. This could be interesting, mm-hmm. um, but it's one of those ones I'm going to wait on. I first see this going like a uh, knockout city. It'll drop and pop real high, and then just it'll be a blip. Um, who thought it was Dead Space? My whole chat did. Everyone, everyone, like, Dead Space, Dead Space. Yeah, first thing I said, oh, Dead Space, and then the guy started talking. And I was like. I think that's a new element. I don't remember that guy in Dead Space. No, it was the Callisto Protocol, which is being developed by the guys who initially developed Dead Space. Yeah. Yeah. It's the spiritual successor without really being a spiritual successor because they are blatantly saying, yeah, we want it to be like Dead Space. We can't say it's Dead Space, but we can make it look and feel and act a lot like Dead Space. So that's what we're going to do. And I'm looked like Dead Space. I think it was like a neck thing or whatever. It had the Dead Space health bar. It, this this is like what the Outer Wilds is to Fallout Vegas. Fallout yeah. New Vegas. Like it's, outer it's world. exact same thing. Outer World, thank you. I knew it was one of the outers. Uh yeah, it it's just it looks cool. I don't play horror games, so I'm not gonna play this, because uh, it definitely looks like it's a horror game and I am mm-hmm. um so I have fun <laughs> with that. But yeah, no, I I I wanna see how this works with them seemingly going right up against their initial creation in a remake. I wonder if they're going to tie it into Dead Space somehow. Like if the storyline kind of runs through and it's like, hey, this was like an offshoot program from the original X amount of years ago. Uh, My understanding, I don't think they can do I don't think they can do anything related because they sold they sold the IP. Yeah. EA owns the IP. Hmm. Yeah. But they could they could hint at it without actively saying it, though. Oh yeah, I'm sure there'll be Easter eggs in in this kind of like Destiny is in Halo Reach, but I, I don't think it'll be anything more than that. No. Or like true, like straight up callbacks, like oh damn, that's Dead Space. Like you'll get those moments, but it, I, is it going to be because of the way it looks and the way they play it, or because it's the same designers? That's just what yeah. they do. So it looks cool. It looks scary. Dr. J, you seem to like horror games. You seem like that kind of person. I, I play, like, there's pretty much not anything I won't touch outside of, like, sports games. Like, I, I'm the kind of person that's like, oh, that looks cool, I'll play it. Um, I'm excited for this. Dead Space definitely, like, it had that real sphincter-clenching kind of horror and, like, uh, just, like, absolute insanity as far as, like, what you're doing. Like, the, the chopping off body parts to, like, kill aliens. Like, kind of like some psychotic stuff. Like, I like that. I can get behind that. It looked cool. It looked like Dead Space. I'm going to play it. 
But yeah, I knew it was the uh, development team from Dead Space, and that's that just exciting in and of itself, because as they slowly got replaced by EA people, the series got worse. Well, go figure, EA. Um, fall, and next on our list is a se- Season A Letter to the Future. You guys remember this one? Yeah, I remember skipping it. <laughs> yeah. It looked yeah. like a game I'd watch somebody play, but not play myself. Like It looked like one of those chill games. Journey, like... Yeah, almost. Yeah, it just I don't want to play it because I'll fall asleep, but I'll definitely second screen or, or just watch it falling asleep kind of style. Yeah, I'm right there with you. No interest, though. Uh, and then again, a game that's already released on Xbox, Tunic, coming to PlayStation later this year. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I I almost like wanted to hop on my PC and boot up Game Pass Ultimate so I could play Tunic. But um, I was like, OK, I can wait for it to be on PS5. Uh, as soon as I saw this envi- uh, announcement, I was like, I can wait. So, and like, that, we'll see. And, and anybody else going to play Tunic? Did you play Tunic already, Dr. J? No, I didn't. I did not. It, it's what, like, Zelda meets Dark Souls kind of vibe, something like that. I've, yeah. watched, I've watched somebody play a little bit. It looks like it's kind of up my alley. I like the isometric view. I think the art style looked really cool. And then Eater Knights, Etcher Knights. So, I think it listen, was. listen. I saw that. I'm, and, I'm here for it. And they had me. They had me. Yep. And then I was there's like dating sim. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Which I don't have anything against it. Like you can play it if you want. I think the last pseudo dating sim that I experienced was uh, the Doki Doki Literature Club. That was messed up. That was an experience. Um, so I was just like, do I want to get into it? And then part of me still just like, I probably will like experience it at some point. I won't get it day one. But I will get it at some point. I'll probably I'm getting it day one, but that's also one of those games I know I can pass off to my daughter and she'll play. <laughs> yeah, I'm a turbo weeb. So like it's got anime <laughs> waifus. If it's especially if it's like more on the like Persona five or Persona series spectrum where it's like character involved storylines, I know I'll bite it. Like for sure I'll just be hundred percent in it. Like, no, this is the best girl. You guys are all wrong. Like, <laughs> it gave me like Shimagami uh, Tensei vibes at the at the start. Like I kinda had like a Shimagami feel. I was like, ooh. That opening line because I because I watched the state of play like an hour or two after it happened. That opening line they did, I actually thought it was the reveal for Final Fantasy because it's like the one text line and the way they started uh, speaking, like, oh, there's the Final Fantasy drop. And I was like, yeah. what is this? <laughs> nope. Ash, you you gonna play Internights? Internights? Probably not, to be honest. I no prefer wife or husband. I prefer to read my like manga instead of play the video game version of it. I don't know. Missing out. So, but yeah, that's the PlayStation state of play. Um, I think kind of teed up some some issues we had at the top. There was nothing announced for this year. Nothing uh, worthwhile. Well, I guess, um, what was it? Something had a, a December 2022 release date. Uh, Seasons is supposed to be released in at least this fall, right? That's what it, they said. I think, I think it was that one, yeah. And the Callisto is supposedly December 2022, but we'll see if that happens. I, yeah, I, I, I don't believe anything don't is coming out this year at all. Ever. Like, but you have God of War. That's the biggest game everybody wants to know about. And we got nothing. And I know they're probably saving it for some big reveal, but mm-hmm. it's your own showcase. I think, don't they have like a partnership with um, 
Big homie Jeff for Summer Games Fest. That's that's what this kicked off Summer Game Fest. Yeah, but like God of War gets its day. God of War could still get its day with uh more revealed at blah 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 blah. I mean, do you remember the last E3 where they revealed Last of Us 2 and they had the whole tent and then they had live musicians and we thought it was going to be a Father John Misty show? And it turned out to be the reveal of Last of Us 2. I feel like Sony still has that like cachet and for like the big in this because this is this is the big one. They they pull out all the stops. I think they give it. It's in. I think they give it the full thirty minutes. They give us uh, maybe five minutes of video, uh, ten minutes of talking heads, and then another like five minutes of like gameplay from every streamer and publisher outlet on the planet. Maybe, but I feel like the more you make me wait, the more I don't believe it's coming out this year. This is also very true. Shout out, shout out to Stars of Starfield for destroying all my dreams. 11, 11, 11. Uh, and then we had, uh, what was it? Two, 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 two. Yeah, none of that nonsense. Any any other thoughts before we move on? I was going to say the biggest thing that upset me was there was no like post and drop. Everything, remember they cut out and then there's like the, and one more thing. Like I was really just like on the hook. Like there has to be like a big drop after that. Don't like they left and all of a sudden they just stopped doing it. The one more thing makes even a bad conference better. Like, it, it, oh, cool. I got I, it ended on because it's always, it can't, it's gonna be some awesome. It can't be some trash. Not gonna one more thing me with, you know, Horizon's update. <laughs> like, so, um, but, uh, I know you've got to be excited for this one, Dr. J. Ash, I know this is your kind of style. I see in the background over there with Mimikyu. The new yeah. Pokemon. We got a three yes, and a half. Yes, sir. Heck yes. So we all watched it. Yes. Yep. Yeah. The floor is open. Listen. Uh, listen. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I. There are a couple things I really wanted out of this. Um, I think really only one thing that I didn't get, which I'm kind of okay with. Other than that. When I say I am so excited for this, I don't think I've been quite like this excited for a Pokemon game in a while. Um, they gave us a pig named LeChunk. Like, I don't know how much better oh. it gets than that. He is quite literally it's my spirit French. animal. It's <laughs> French. <laughs> it's French as it gets. Aside from losing wars, like, this is the one thing they're good for, right? Um, <laughs> I'm, I don't know if we have anyone in France. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Uh, I, I don't know how I how much I can express how much I'm excited for this, especially being able to get to see um, what looks like uh, a co-op like play style that you can travel and play with other people. I don't know if it's a designated area, kind of like how they had the wild areas in Sword and Shield. Um, obviously, like it's more than just doing raids with people. And I think the big kicker for me is that you can essentially travel and do the gyms in any particular order that you want to or the challenges. And at that point I was just like, like sign me up. I don't care that I saw, didn't see any of the evolutions for the starters. I, I want this now. I need it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is the most modern um, Pokemon game we've gotten in a long time. Um, it's just like, first we got uh sword and shield, 
that set us up for BDSP, BDSP set us up for Arceus, and now they're taking everything they've learned from all those games and throwing it into this. So the potential for this is through the roof. I, I think these are the most exciting legendaries we have ever seen since probably Rayquaza. Like, I saw the Violet and, and, and Scarlet legendaries, and I was just like, what is that? Um, so I immediately... Um, jumped online and see if there was going to be another double pack um because i'm yep. getting that i'm getting that asap uh shout out to tim who ran away to san antonio with my copy <laughs> i was thinking about that the other day <laughs> dr j what do you got uh cave woman professor honestly like one of my favorite part of the show especially like the memes that are coming out about the two various professors i think that is such a cool concept that they should have done a long time ago mm-hmm. yeah um, because in this day and age like we can trade with anybody right like you don't need both copies so you need more differences i think to make it feel alive um i am the grumpy pokemon fan i will buy i will buy the game i think this looks like what sword and shield should have been and a lot of the stuff that left let me down about sword and shield um, I know game footage is not final, so like the environments lo- still look. They've got that Game Freak Pokemon Company kind of roughness where like I think they need to put a little bit more polish into stuff. But that being said, uh, I love LeChonk's design. I'm always I love the Pokemon designs. I'm not the person who's gonna be like, oh, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. They're not old Pokemon. It's like no, Smoliv and LeChonk. Like I'm a hundred percent here for it. Um, I think the starters look great. They look fun. I'm for sure getting this. Um, I love the the grass cat, and I love the little the guy who looks like a Super Nintendo character, the fire starter. Like he looks like something out of a Kirby game. Like it's great. Like I think, I think there's so much good looking stuff here. I try to keep my expectations tempered for Pokemon, but I'm sure it's going to be awesome. I, I, is it environmental fighting? It kind of looks like like they actually fight in the environment. There's no backdrop. Yeah, that's yeah, a huge one for me. It looked like um, the Legends Arceus game kind of style. Yeah, I would love yeah. that. I think that's a smart step. I think they need to take what they're learning with an experimental game like Arceus and bring in my names. I'm really mean? hoping that we get the like ability to do the travel together aspect because I mean just look how many look at how many like team based games that you can run around and catch and do all these things. I mean, for example right. well, I'm gonna cut you off real quick because uh on their website, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet allow multiplayer gameplay with up to four players. Oh, yeah, bunch of gang activity. Since I'm both getting, you and Matt were talking about it. I really hope that it's solidly fleshed out and not just like little snippets here and there. No, it's from the way they're describing it. It's the, along the series staples such as trading and battling Pokemon. You'll be able to explore various locations of the region in these games with other players. So you'll probably you're not gonna get the whole world, but you're gonna get open areas. I'm I'm sure here's this whole zone. It's not yeah. gonna be like Sword and Shield where it's like, we're gonna throw you into a random battle. <laughs> I wonder if it's like instant face, like kind of like a uh, like an Elden Ring or Dark Souls style where you summon your friend. <laughs> like take, take out the Scarlax on the bridge. <laughs> let, let me solo her shows up in Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, as you were well, saying. So, you know, 
That, I think, is just really awesome in general. And I think that's probably one of the things I'm most excited about. Because, like, when for Diamond and Pearl, my one of my favorite things was being able to run around the little caves and stuff with your friends and just, you know, being dorks. And, like, I feel like that would be really awesome to be able to do within the main quest line. Uh, and the quest line is free. Like, you are not shuttled to the game in any order. You can go anywhere, which way you want to go. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. we slowly but surely, hopefully one day, working our way towards a Pokemon MMORPG? Listen, we're going to not talk about that uh, <laughs> because we've been doing this now for, was it 25 years? Yeah. And... We're just now getting to like the early stages of that. So by the time we're like in senior homes, I think I was about to say nursing that. home, VR Pokemon yeah. MMO, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> we're all gonna break hips playing Pokemon. Just I'm throw back out trying to throw a Pokeball. Hopefully hopefully by then though they'll they'll have the uh, was what's it called? Neuralink or whatever that Musk is trying to develop. They'll have that all fleshed out and we can just kinda veg Hell out. Yeah. Get my my brain blown off like a champ. Like I'm watch part of upload on Squad. Amazon. This is yeah. not a sponsor. This is not a sponsored ad, but watch upload on Amazon. <laughs> Amazon sponsor us. Uh, so anyway. I I have a I have a quick question because someone pointed out something interesting while seeing it. So um, obviously, like one of the other cool things is like you get more customizable character options in this game because um, it only again took us 25 years to get like legitimate black hairstyles in Pokemon games so shout out to them for all that um, but it looked like there was a bracelet with a stone attached to it and I, a lot of people were trying to figure out what it is whether it's just like are they bringing back Mega Evolutions or is this something completely new experience to this region and I and I want, I don't know who it was I think it was someone either Game Freak or like Pokemon Company talking about like there is something special about this region in terms of like, I don't know if it's Pokemon evolutions or move sets that are going to be coming along. So I'm just wildly curious about what that might be. Kind of like what we got with the uh, Z ring aspect. Mm-hmm. I, I bet you it's, it's that because they haven't deviated from that. It's right. Cause they've just added gigantic sword versions and they had, yeah, and they had the max evolutions they could do with the stones, right? Yeah, Mega Evolutions, mm-hmm. the Z moves, and then uh, Dynamax and Gigantamax are pretty much it. I don't want them to add a fourth one. It's hard enough to figure out which Pokemon you can over Digivolve. That no. that's what they do. That it, they Digivolve. I hate to. You are right. You are right. That is a Digivolve if I've ever seen one. <laughs> that's why we can't so. have nice things. It'd be, I, I would like know. to see, like, maybe, like, uh, for, like, a fourth gen, like, maybe they hybrid it, hybrid it in, where it's, like, some Pokemon Mega Evolve, some can Gigantamax, where it's, like, instead of a new form, like, why don't you just, like, kind of settle into, like, okay, these these Pokemon have Z moves, these ones can do this or that, instead of, like, mm. what are you going to do at this point, like, a tiny Pokemon? Like, I don't think, which direction do you go? Yeah, yeah, that is very interesting. Um, and I It's th- a meter. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a meter. It's a, it's a good, bad... Meter, um, and it's responding to the current Pokemon you have to lead your party. And depending on how they feel about you, whether it's a good or bad vibe, they can either evolve or devolve. That's what I'm going with. I'm, I'm saying it right now, like, you know, infuriated me to have Charizard mid fight. He's like, nah, fam, Charmeleon. 
They're gonna give Machamp a gun. I'm calling it now. <laughs> so Machapa. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a great podcasting with you on that note. We're just gonna go. <laughs> Machapa. Wow. Oh god. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. What were we saying, Ash? Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> Can't follow that up. Um, so so I, I was just thinking about this. So like the legendaries that they show seem to be like heavily armored, right? What if the new crystal thing gives some sort of like armor to your Pokemon. Oh, don't, don't do that! Do that don't again. don't do that! Don't do oh, that! <laughs> don't do that! You're just making it worse. Like, what what happened? To just did, did they just grow into a different monster? Like, why why, why do we have yes, to change up? Like if we start doing that, that is quite literally, and I mean literally, the equivalent of Oblivion. I want to buy horse armor. I mean, but what what sucks is it. It's not out of the realm of possibility with them. I mean, this is the same company where in order to get a certain Pokemon, you have to trade your Switch or you have to let it level up in a, when it's the Switch, the upside DS down. is upside down. Yep. This is or true. Like, or like you have to trade certain Pokemon because the armor falls off of one and falls on. Like, come on now. Like, this is ridiculous. Night, Man. day, friendship levels, certain stones, throw it against the wall. Like, it's... Catch it at night when it's raining at midnight. Like... Can you imagine shiny Charizard that has armor when you the only get when you trade in egg form? <laughs> uh, that... We can't, we can't allow this to happen. We cannot allow this to happen. We need to riot in the streets. I will never beat the game. I will spend my entire 900 hours trying to get shiny Charizard with armor. This, this oh, is no. this is also the same guy that quite literally spent 20 of his very first game hours of Sword and Shield trying to catch a shiny Magikarp. Did I catch yeah. it though? Yes. I said it. it was on yeah. the 21th hour, but I caught it. <laughs> yeah. It was detrimental to my own mental health, but I did oh. it. Don't don't brag about that. Don't don't brag about that. Uh, hey, listen, red Gyarados for the win. That's yeah. all I gotta say. Red Gyarados. Um, I, it's getting late, guys. You guys still want to talk about Sonic and Star Wars? Uh, I think we could breeze through them real quick because, like, they need to be talked about. Uh, Sonic Frontiers. We forgot first gameplay last week, was it? Um, around the same time, po- I think Pokemon and Sonic dropped on the same day, but obviously, like, Pokemon kind of stole the limelight. Um. Which, again, an open world Sonic game, I'm all for. I love the idea of it. And Justin, you said this before the podcast. Sonic game, you, you're not ex- exactly expecting a, a, a top-notch game. Like, 10 out of 10 across the board, it's going to wow and woo everyone. Everyone's going to love it. Like, lining up hand and fist with money, right? Um, you have to have tempered expectations. And tempered, they are. Some things I'm still kind of worried about. I don't know that i love seeing that little whoosh effect every time you just speed up because <laughs> that's gonna get super annoying like i get it physics is a thing but sometimes in a video game i just don't want things to be real i just need it to like go um but i do love the layout and how you can free roam i'm really hoping we get something equivalent of a chow garden like i know we won't but that would be chef kiss like I w- it would automatically make that game an eight for me, no matter what else happens. Um, but I'm the more I'm seeing of it, 
It doesn't look perfect. And there's something I'm still worried about, but I just can't wait to see more coming from Sonic Frontiers. Yeah, I mean, um, Sega um, literally has just handed a character a gun and been like, all right, Shadow, here we go. There's a game. <laughs> like, Sega definitely, like, you got to watch out for them. I'm, con- I'm confused about the vibe of this game. Aesthetically, it, I'm just waiting for Norman Reedus to walk across the background with his little baby backpack. It, it looks like Death Stranding, and then they were like, let's put Sonic. It just doesn't fit. It doesn't, it doesn't work for me. Like, even when he was in Sonic Riders or whatever the games were where he's in the city on the Dreamcast, like, it all kind of aesthetically fit. This just looks like Sonic's completely out of place. It has the look of a bunch of Unreal Engine assets, and I think, like... I, I this might be a deep cut that nobody remembers is like a meme, but it was uh, Nintendo hire this man. It was a video of somebody just making Mario in the Unreal Engine, and it looked so ridiculously similar mm-hmm. to this, where it's just Mario like speed running with a bunch of motion blur. Mm-hmm. I they need to put out a Sonic game, <laughs> honestly. At this point, is it? I feel like they haven't put out a mainline Sonic game in forever, and it's it's crazy because like I always forget that Sega owns so many good game studios. They run Atlas and distribute Atlas products. They 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 make the Yakuza games like they make they're making so much good stuff and the their claim to fame they just barely touch them anymore. Movie does phenomenally. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was pulling up the video for this and I didn't know this was a thing, but apparently for a while Delay Sonic Frontiers was trending on Twitter, um, and they've got a lot of criticism over it. One thing I will say in Sega's favor, at least with the movie, they've shown that they will respond to criticism, which you can't save a lot of developers. Um, and the fan base will they'll wait. Sonic fans will wait. Do we want to give credit to Sega for that? Do we want to give credit to the director of the movie for that? Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. it's, 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 the director set that precedence, though. And like, do they follow up on that? Do they listen? That true. I guess they will see here. You know. I feel like it's a give and take at that point too between not only the director but the company of uh, that owns the rights to it. You know, because if they're getting a lot of negative in general i mean obviously they don't want their brand to just become this meme image at that point you know so i feel like it's gonna be a bit of both and we've already proven that the entirety of the internet can bully a company to change something so it wouldn't be too difficult to get them to do it again or re-release morbius Thousand tears, eighty-five thousand dollars. Like, truly a chef kiss moment. <laughs> Way to read the room, guys. Yeah, I think we've said enough about Sonic. What about Star Wars? So, for those that aren't aware, during Star Wars Celebration happening, I think over the weekend of like uh, May twenty-seventh, so Kenobi dropped during, but that same like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or whatever, there was the Star Wars Celebration that happened. A lot of cool stuff came out of it, but more specifically they gave us our first look at Star Wars Survivor, which is the follow-up to Jedi Fallen Order, um, which followed Cal Kestis, who um, survived Order 66, um, and then kind of like re, like re, like jumps back into the Jedi lifestyle. Um, if you haven't played the games, spoiler alert. Um, and this is the direct follow-up to this. I think what's really cool, it's supposed to be five years after the events of Fallen Order. And... For anyone that is watching Kenobi, that puts this around the same time frame. 
So a lot of interesting speculation that is surrounding this in terms of like if we're going to be getting Obi-Wan in Survivor or if Cal Kestis is going to show up in Kenobi in some form or fashion because they did change up the model so it is a bit more realistic and looking like the actor. I, I, I always forget his name, but he was in uh, um, Gotham and, and he was in Shameless. But I am so stoked for Survivor. I know even because... Fallen Order came out 2020, correct? Or like end of 2019, early 2020? Uh, 2019. Yeah, end of 2019. And then by mid-2020 or like late 2020, there was already the job postings for a Star Wars property video game that they were developing uh, that was undisclosed, which everyone knew was the sequel. Uh, So now that we're finally getting it, which I think it's posed for next year. I think they said summer of next year it's supposed to be coming out. Um really really looking forward to it i'm I'm gonna have to get fallen order again to play through it so yeah. if you think we're gonna get obi-wan in fallen order do you think we get cal Kestis in obi-wan it's it's a possibility i was really just about to say that it is like, very, we, very possible because we get we, introduced to the inquisitors in fallen order mm-hmm. i haven't seen obi-wan yet but like i mean do they just drop him in there and that's how they set the game up episode three that's all i gotta say yeah yeah yeah, yeah. If you if you do watch Obi Wan, just wait till episode three. I don't want to say too much because it's still like pretty fresh. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Anything else in Star Wars, guys? Um, this seems to line up. I don't know how they managed to pull this off, but Sony's managed to line this up for two Star Wars games to drop in the same year on their system. Obviously, Survivor is multi-platform, but we are also getting the remake of uh. Knights of the Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic. Hmm. And they're going to drop around the same time. Good year for Star Wars fans video games. And I'll leave it at that. Ash, why don't you go and tell them where they can find us? You can find us on all of your major podcasting avenues, such as Spotify, etc. You can also find us on the Facebooks. You can also find us on the Gram. You can find us on the Twitter. And pretty much any other avenue that is shared by yours truly. Um, make sure that you drop us a like, a follow, share us with your friends. Don't forget to turn the notifications on so you know when we actually post the things and you can listen to the stuff. Dr. J, why don't you kick it off? Where can they find you and follow you at? Uh, best place to find me is twitch.tv slash drjmcb. You could find me on Twitter. I tweet. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Matt? Guys, uh, listen, it is the famed week. You know where to find me at Matt underscore Gucci to tweet at me for the best day of the year. No, it's not my birthday. Mario Strikers comes out this week, like literally in three days, two days as of recording this. Um, So you already know what it is. Tweet at me. Hit me for my friend code, because one, we're going to be starting a, a Mario Strikers League. And two, just because I need practice fodder. Like, y'all are second rate to me. It do, not even a question. You know where to find me. My boy said, run it up. Pay for it and run it up. <laughs> Ash, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitch TV as well at MS underscore Sparks Madness. You can also find me on um, Twitter and Instagram as well. And then I've also recently gotten back into doing my SoundCloud stuff. Uh, for streams and things like that. So you can also find me on SoundCloud at the same tag. Caleb? Uh, you can definitely find me up on Twitter again. 
follow at your own risk. Um, it's Metaverse Mook. Um, I'm on there tweeting unscrupulous things. Princess Jasmine calls me Habibi um, on a Tuesday. Um, follow if you want to. Metaverse Mook. Um, it's a wild time, but it's a good time. And you know what? In the words of Drake, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. So, I. Yeah, Drake, Drake's the one who said those words. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tonksy, T-O-N-N-K-S-Y. Uh, that's where I'll just be lurking and following all the people that I enjoy and then reading just the most random stuff that Caleb puts on the internet. But, guys, we love y'all. I uh, appreciate y'all. Stay healthy, and we will catch you next time. Hopefully next week. Later.